0: Hi, Ron here, and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Centre at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at the Fringe Church at thefriendschurch.com and sharing and donating through those sources. And once again, thank you for joining us today. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to devotions and welcome to the start of a new adventure um we are heading off now into the wonderful world of the book of revelations um i hope you enjoy it uh, a couple of things well actually a lot of things by way of introduction if we say hello properly to the book of revelations it's going to make a lot more sense as we go through uh, the other thing is, you're going to see me glancing to the side a lot i'll be looking at notes this is technical and there's no way around that uh, it's it's what it is. It's a challenging book, but it's a gem. You milk this of its value, and believe me, I honestly believe you have one of the finest and most classic approaches to how to live in the real world as a Christian uh, available. So the target audience for what we're going to do now is just us. It's just local church devotions, not trying to write the next you know great commentary. It's just for us as we want to live in a way that pleases God and understand the world we live in. So the book of Revelations encompasses history from creation to conclusion. It covers the dynamics of our souls. It covers off the machinations of power politics. In this book, we're going to see amazing grace and fierce wrath both appearing. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness will be painted in detail and the manifestations of both of those kingdoms will be explained so we know where to look for both principles for community life and personal holiness are going to be included. This book will offer us insight into some of the really big questions. Why do bad things happen to good people? That's just what this book is all about. How can God seem so silent in times of trouble? Why do we keep dreaming of a better world? Are we crazy? Is it no more than a dream? If it's not a dream, how do we receive it? How do we deal with it? It will show us how power operates among politicians and rulers in financial markets. It will teach us the heart of God, the rank of Jesus and the work of the Holy Spirit. It will give us wonderful insight into what happens in heaven right now and lead us to tremendous uh, peons. peons. Is that the word? Peons? Heights of worship. And above all, it will give us the resources we need for courage under fire. This was written so that Christians could persevere and show character and resilience under fire. So this is a devotional exercise, but it's also an intellectual exercise. We're going to need to think a little. This may inspire you to want to do some more reading. The notes for this are available on the, uh, the learning portal. If you'd like to get a hold of those, you can. If you get out of sync or out of, out of time, you miss a week and you want to catch up, you can do that. Now, the book of Revelation almost didn't make it into the Bible. Uh, a lot of people thought that unstable people might distort the Christian faith and make us look stupid based on this book, if only they'd known. But it's to our great value that this book was included. It helps us understand scripture. It is a great capstone to the rest of the Bible. Out of 404 verses in the book of Revelation, 278 can be traced back to an Old Testament reference or allusion, and that doesn't count the number of times it refers to New Testament allusions or references. This book, frankly, frightens too many people. Um, It's obscure, apparently terrifying, and sometimes insane interpretations have left many people avoiding the book of Revelation. Uh, It's designed To give us a clear and practical guide to life in this world, though, it's designed to give us the strong promise of glory and to show us the way to inherit the glory of God. By the end of this, I want us to be friends with this book. I want us to be able to relate to it in a way that we would to Matthew's gospel, a phenomenal piece of scripture in which we just hear the stuff of God. So. First thing I want to say, actually, I've got to check time too. Where are we? Yep, okay. Um, I want to um, just just really show you the first thing about this book that people miss because, you know, we go to pieces and we pick and snip and take things and try to back up our own theories. The first thing I want to show you is it starts off in, in chapter one, but it goes right through the book. This is a book of blessing. It's a book of blessing. It's going to bless people who read it. That's the intention of John. And there are a list of blesseds in the book of Revelation, if you like the end time Beatitudes. It's amazing how orthodox and simple they are. Chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed are those who read the book. Well, there you go. What's the purpose? It's going to bring you blessing. It's not going to freak you out. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to create terror. You know, perfect love casts out fear. This is a book comes to us out of the love of God. So blessed are those who read this book. uh, Chapter 14. Blessed are those who die in the Lord. People who persevere no matter what. Blessed are they who die. Isn't that lovely? I mean, really? Don't be afraid of death. Blessed. Blessed are they who, chapter 16, who stay awake and keep their garments clean. They stay focused. They're careful of their morals. Blessed in chapter 19 are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. That's getting into a right relationship with God through Christ, being called out of the world, into the church, into the kingdom. And and finally coming to this feast that is awaiting for us. Chapter 20, blessed are those who share in the resurrection. Blessed are those who read and obey this book. Blessed are those who clean their robes. How precious is all this. The book is meant to bless you. So look, that's um, a very broad ranging introduction to start. Over the next days, we're going to understand apocalyptic literature because if we don't understand what it is, we don't know what we're looking at. So we're going to take some time just to read or to understand apocalyptic, before we get down to reading the book. When you get the keys, this book is incredibly simple. Let's, uh, with that, stop there and come to God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that all your words to us are love, grace and truth. In Jesus, we behold the glory and grace of God. And the book of Revelation is no different. Lord, we thank you for these end-time beatitudes. And Father, we want to pray for one another as we embark on this journey that we will receive the blessing of this book. Father, the same as we receive blessing from any other piece of scripture. Father, that these things would be written in our hearts. They would make us resilient, robust, strong, good, wise, engaged people who are a little bit like the sons of Issachar in the Old Testament, know how to understand the times and even could advise the king because they just got it. So, Father, come and, yeah, move in us in this way. Father, build us up. Thank you again, Lord, for Scripture, all of it. Thank you for this book. Lord, with that, we give each other to you for today. Father, at the outset, we said the goal is for ordinary people who simply want to know how to live and please their Lord. Father, that's where we're at. So we want to do that today. God, thank you for all the insight we're going to get. But Father, we want to take what we have already and use it today to live well. So Father, all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you, folks. I'll see you in the morning. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode. And please, don't forget to sign up to thebarackcenter.com or thefringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today.